What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Ready State Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. Welcome to the show. So today, I wanted to speak to you about Sean O'Malley. Yeah, guys. He surprised the world, and he surprised me. Damn, man. I really thought that he was going to lose against Al Jermaine Sterling, but he actually did it, man. He actually defeated Sterling. He TKO'd him in the second round. I had to say, man, Sean O'Malley has it, man. He is the next face of the USC. To be honest, when he fought Peter Yan, I thought that he actually did lose that fight. It was a close fight, but to be honest, I think he should have lost that fight. Peter Yan actually won three rounds, and he won two, I believe. So it seemed like Peter Yan was controlling him most of the whole fight. Him, Sean O'Malley doesn't really have that much good groundwork. He's a very good striker. He has a good right hand, but to be honest, he was being controlled most of the whole time against Peter Yan. So that is why I believe that he should have lost that fight. And that's when I thought that, yeah, I don't think he's not ready. I don't think he's not ready for Aljamain Sterling. Because when I saw him fight against Henry Cejudo, he seemed very focused. And this guy, Sterling, he's very good at on the groundwork. So that is why I believe that Sterling was going to at least submit him or was going to beat him by points but i was wrong man (laughs) yeah i was wrong i really thought that sean o'malley was going to lose but damn he surprised the world that song that he came out on superstar by little bit fiasco he didn't mean it man if you are what you say you are a superstar then had no fear. The crowd is here. Damn. He really meant it. He really is a star, man. That's cool for the UFC because now since Conor McGregor is probably no longer fighting, now they have their own new superstar, which is Sean O'Malley. Sean Sugar Sean O'Malley. I think that's his name Sugar, that that's his nickname. Yeah, it's insane, man. It's pretty good for the UFC. Man, Connor hasn't been the same since he has last fought Dustin Poirier. His last fight was back in 2021. That's when I actually started watching the UFC for the very first time ever. Because I heard that Connor was going to fight again. And the only reason why I know about the UFC, it was because Mayweather fought against Conor McGregor. And since I really wanted Mayweather to lose against McGregor, I was interested in this fight to see what was going to happen. But it turns out that Mayweather beat him. I think he survived around around 10. Yeah. That really did suck for McGregor, but 
To be honest, is that is basically Mayweather's last fight. Do you guys notice that? That was his 50th win on his record. And I, I kind of believe that that fight, it should not count. It shouldn't really count for his record. Like this fight, it should have been an exhibition match instead of being part of his actual record. The only other person that has made it to a 49-0 and streak is Rocky Marciano. He's a famous boxer back in the 1950s and 60s. He was probably the only guy at that time that made it that far without ever losing. And he chose to fight a non-boxer, which was Conor McGregor. I feel like probably his career, it could be tarnished, man. It could be tarnished because of that. Mayweather is definitely not my favorite boxer, but he is good. He is pretty good on his defense and sometimes on his striking. But he's mostly well known for his defense and the Philly show. But to be honest, man, yeah, with that last win against Conor McGregor, I don't see that being a, a good thing for Mayweather in the long run. But going back to Sean O'Malley, man. Sean O'Malley, he needs to defend his title now. Now, who could be his next opponent? I really am not familiar with that division that he is in. I just know him because he was on the undercard when Conor McGregor fought against Dustin Poirier the third time. Sean O'Malley fought this guy named uh, Chris Moutinho. It was some guy that had like green hair. And so he was beating him up very badly. But then the guy just kept coming forward and forward. And Sean O'Malley Lee tried his best to try to take him out. But he couldn't. But the guy was taking so much damage. Which was insane, man. That was one of the few fights that I did enjoy on that main card. Which was cool, man. It's awesome. Just uh, almost watching all the fights in the very first pay-per-view I ever saw. That one did really interest in me. And also the one with Connor and Dustin Poirier. To be honest, around that time, it just seemed like Conor McGregor, he seemed like he wasn't himself anymore. He wasn't the Conor that the UFC community knows. Like back in 2016, when he became a two-time division champion, like he was holding both titles at the same time. And it's just so different for him now because... You always see him on Instagram and Twitter just partying, just drinking. He's just not the same guy anymore. And supposedly he was going to fight against Michael Chandler, but it seemed like we're probably never going to get that fight either because he still needs to test for the USADA program that the UFC has. And still, he hasn't begun that program when are we ever gonna see that fight probably never and plus he was calling now a Justin Gaethje when Justin Gaethje uh, defeated Dustin Poirier 
I don't know. He's just Connor is just just calling out people to stay relevant, but he's not really fighting anybody. That's just the thing. Connor, if you're watching this, fight, man. You gotta fight, <laughs> okay? But yeah, man. But now, uh, guys, I want to speak to you about Blue Beetle again. I talked to you about Blue Beetle like two episodes ago, but I want to speak to you about how it's actually doing. It's not doing really well at the box office. The budget for this movie was around, I believe, 150 million, but it's not doing so well. It actually got right now. It has around $50 million that it has made worldwide. That is not good. The reason being, I have no clue, man. I really have no idea why people are not going to go see this movie. Have people lost faith in superhero movies? I have no clue, man. But this movie was great, man. I have to say this is my second favorite movie of the year of superheroes. The first one has to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And the second one is Blue Beetle. And the third one, it could be controversial for y'all, but I had to say The Flash. The Flash was just so good. <laughs> I enjoyed it as well. Even the ending did surprise me. I have no idea. Well, I'm about to go in a few spoilers, guys. I'm going to tell you what happened at the ending of the movie. George Clooney's Batman came out on the Flash. Yep. It is now George Clooney a part of this supposedly DCU franchise. But I have no idea how they're going to continue this franchise because of what Ezra Miller did I'm not gonna go over what he did but it's just not good it's just not good what he did man this really did messed up a lot of things for the DCU they had plans to make something great something like how the Avengers did but like it was ruined by this guy man and now they had to figure out what they could do for the next big thing for DC. Now they're working on the Superman Legacy movie. Naturally, they cast the. He came out on this movie called Pearl. If you guys have ever seen it, it's a horror movie. It's a. It's okay. It's a okay movie. Well, the, the main uh, guy who comes out on that movie, he is the main actor who is playing as uh, Superman now. Oh, and also Margot Robbie, she is staying as Harley Quinn. That's a good thing that a few characters, they're not really uh, recasting them. Like Margot Robbie, she is staying as Harley Quinn and also Gal Gadot. She's also staying as her character Wonder Woman so yeah it is good that they're staying it does suck for Henry Gavel because this guy he gave it his all to play 
this character and now that he is no longer part of it he probably doesn't have another main hero that he can play he had the witcher going on as well but he is no longer part of it too so yeah man it just really does suck for henry gavel it all started with the black adam movie if you guys have seen the that movie with the rock at the ending they hinted that henry gavel superman was going to return for the franchise but then they had to change things around and yeah that's what really did suck i have actually been feeling kind of bad because well my neck is hurting i'm just gonna tell you something personal you guys can leave now if you want to though um it's all right well i was working out at the gym so i was doing hammer curls just to work on my arms the way i felt like well it was a bit too heavy for me to lift and so i tried my best to lift the the 20s the re no it was a 25 but the reason being it was because there was no other weights there was no 10s nor 15s like these weights they were already occupied and so i did the 25 man and that's what kind of did messed up my neck like first this started on my shoulder like the pain started in my shoulder but then it went on the back so yeah i've been like that for almost uh three days it started on wednesday i believe yeah it does suck man i still kind of feel the pain but like hopefully i do get better and the thing is man i was just getting lots of momentum of going to the gym almost every single day like i was going six days out of seven days in a week going to the gym man it just really does suck i was getting lots of momentum and since i did get injured now i just need to wait at least a week to recover i still kind of feel the pain in a way like when i turn my head yeah i still feel the the pain hopefully i do get better around next wednesday then i can just go back and lift weights man because i gotta get on it man <laughs> like i said before i want to look like a greek god <laughs> yeah that's uh i want to look like can you tell that i've been working out probably not <laughs> yeah but i've been trying to go to the gym almost every single day things will take time but i just got to be consistent yesterday actually they went um close to the park here around my house i went to go walk because I had to do something. I just, I didn't want to stay in. So I just walked and just listened to music. It was very relaxing. Very relaxing time. And so I did around nine laps around the the track field that I was walking. So yeah, man. That's what I did. And just hopefully I do get better next week.
I will update y'all to see how I am doing. Well, if you guys are a fan of the Metal Gear Solid series, have you guys heard that the version for the Nintendo Switch, all the three games, the first one, second, and third, and plus two additional games, they're all going to be 720p for the Nintendo Switch with 30 frames. If this was the 90s, then that would be good. This already in the early 2020s. This is bad for the Nintendo Switch because it just seems like Konami, the company who create these games, it just seems like they're just being lazy and they just don't want to create these games in 1080p with 60 frames per second. That's basically the standard for almost every single game that has come out since, I guess, since since 2017 or 2018. This is crazy, man, because they should not do this, but they are. The PlayStation and the Xbox versions, they are going to be 1080p with 60 frames per second. But I feel like most of the people, they will actually would want to get these three games for the Nintendo Switch. As for me, I will definitely wait for a sale. I'm not going to buy it when it says $60. Because I have played the second and third game before. I never really played the the original one. But I'm definitely going to wait for a sale. And probably I am going to buy it for the PC. Yeah, for the Steam Deck. Steam Deck, man. I've been telling y'all in this podcast. Steam Deck is basically the, the best system ever made. I do believe that there's no other system like it. The Nintendo Switch is the closest one. But the thing is, you can only only really play selected video games that they have for that system and the exclusives they have for that system as well like you you cannot play the last of us on the nintendo switch because that will never happen they won't ever put it on the nintendo switch why no clue but you can play on the steam deck which is cool man (laughs) the last of us that's basically one of the greatest games ever made. And I could just play it handheld. Or I can actually play it on TV. Which is a cool thing as well. Because it actually comes with the dock to actually put it on TV. Well, actually, when I bought the Steam Deck, you had to buy the dock separately. It just costs an additional, I think, $60 to actually get it but it's worth it man it's just it's a very good system to have and you know I don't even mind that you can only just play around an hour and 40 minutes because since I am an adult and have responsibilities I do not have that much time to actually play video games and once it actually runs out of battery or close to running out, that's when I know I need to do adult stuff. 
which is important once you become an adult. Oh, and guys, I want to talk to you about Francis Dungano versus Tyson Fury. I forgot to mention to you this, but it is happening. They actually are fighting each other on October. And guess who is training Francis? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is actually training Francis Ngannou. That's cool. But can he actually defeat Tyson Fury? No. Uh, I don't know, man. I respect Francis, man. I heard his story before when he went on the Joe Rogan podcast. And today, I actually did heard him speak with Mike Tyson on his podcast. They just talked about life and how he came to be a UFC fighter. It's very inspirational just hearing this guy talk, man. He's been through a lot, and it's just cool the way he just became a UFC fighter. At first, he wanted to be a boxer, but like his trainers was telling him that MMA is the way, and you can actually earn fast money because he didn't need money at the time, and that's how he got into MMA. Hopefully, one day we will get John Jones versus Francis Ngannou. That's gonna be an epic fight. John Jones is another great UFC fighter. By the time he retires, he will be a Hall of Famer. And probably the greatest UFC fighter ever. The only loss he has had was because of this disqualification. Because he hit a guy with, with an elbow. And that's basically it. He has never lost since. His last fight against, uh, what's his name, Surreal Gone. He actually submitted him in the very first round. I was surprised. <laughs> That was actually the very first fight I saw of him alive. I did not really see his career because, like I said before, I started watching combat sports around 2021. And his fight against the real gun, it just happened like a few months ago. So it was cool to see him alive. And he just submitted Surreal Gun just like that. And I thought that Surreal Gun was going to take him down and beat him. But no, it was the other way around. He actually took about three years to train against Surreal Gun or anybody that was next in line for him. So yeah, that was cool for John Jones. Like I said, hopefully we will get Francis versus John Jones maybe in a year or so. But as of right now, Francis needs to focus on Tyson Fury. He did said he wanted to be a boxer before, but like I feel like he got so used to MMA, it's just not the same for him anymore for boxing. But I don't know. At the ending of that podcast, he did said that he was coming for him, and we'll see. We'll see on uh, I think it's on October the fourteenth when they're gonna fight. That's going to be an okay fight, I, I guess. But the real fight we're looking for is Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk. That is the fight that everybody's waiting for. But it seems like Tyson Fury could be 
ducking Usyk. Or maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> we don't know. But when Usyk and Tyson Fury fight, I do believe that Tyson Fury is going to win. Hopefully by a KO. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know when we're actually going to get that fight. But once it comes to fruition, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be a good fight. And yeah, guys, that is it for this podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening, guys. I appreciate you coming every single week and listening to me just yapping <laughs> about combat sports, horror things, and pop culture-related stuff. Hopefully, you guys do enjoy it. And also, remember to recommend this podcast to a friend or a neighbor that actually likes listening to all these things. Maybe they will enjoy this podcast as much as you do listening to it as well. And you guys can just talk about it too. Anyways, guys, that is it for this podcast. Thank you so much. As always, guys, take care and live to the fullest. Bye.